0: I'm Julie and I'm Jason and this is the Otis Way
1: a podcast about parenting
0: homeschooling
1: and everything in between done the Otis Way
0: hello friends
1: hello there
0: how's it going
1: oh I'm good thanks
0: oh good (laughs) I'm so glad (laughs) but I can't talk to them like it's a telephone
1: no we can certainly certainly it is cold
0: you just say sure yeah
1: certainly (laughs) it's cold in minnesota just so everyone knows here yes tonight it's gonna be negative 10 with the wind chill of negative 25 or something like that
0: yeah it's really really cold
1: so we're recording this in our nice warm home dreading tomorrow when we have to go back out into it
0: yeah but the thing about our nice warm home is that i have this nice warm heating blanket that keeps me really warm but in order to record the podcast jason had to unplug my heating blanket it's true so i'm a little bit disappointed about that actually well,
1: you can't always have an electric heating blanket on to keep you warm it's rude just i just need to stay warmer somehow <laughs> <laughs> do some push-ups
0: <laughs> during the podcast <laughs>
1: Yeah, right now go.
0: I think they'll appreciate that. No,
1: probably not. Well, <laughs> we're here, episode number three, and uh, have another subject to talk about. Something basically we're we're trying to draw things from our own circumstances here. Something that you know inspires us. Um, f- you know, something that we're dealing with currently, off and on, um, and today. We're talking about... Well, what are we talking about, Julie? We
0: are talking about fighting. Fighting. Yes. Now, our kids are not big physical fighters. Like, no. at all. They don't no. actually, like, ever physically hurt each other.
1: Logan is the oldest. He's the only boy. He has three younger sisters. And he has no desire to generally he be just physical. doesn't he
0: he's always been our entire lives he's always been imaginative play yeah so actually physically fighting remember when he like started physically other little boys would physically Wrestling. fight him and he'd yeah. be like ah, and then we're like you're so much bigger than they are yeah
1: he's huge <laughs> he's enormous for an 8-year-old he's really big and yet you know when one of these kids you know he's thinking we're gonna We're gonna shoot fireballs at each other, and, right. you know like we're gonna we're gonna play like that we're gonna imagine what we're doing like, and and his right. cousins'll come up and just like tackle him to the ground, and he's like, "No,
0: this is not the way you fight
1: <laughs> we're just pretending, and they're like ah oh. you know it's just it's a madhouse when that happens, but um, yes. we're talking about um more bickering and yes. arguing and and getting after each other.
0: Which is something that our children are known to have done.
1: They're, they have siblings, so yes. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't fought with their siblings at right. some point?
0: Okay, so we want to give you guys a little bit of tips, advice, what we've done, what has worked, and that sort of thing. But first, I want to say, fighting can be totally and completely normal. That this is normal behavior. And healthy. Yeah, like it is healthy. When you have a sibling, the thing about siblings is they teach you so much, Mm -hmm. right? And part of that is that you have to learn how to negotiate. And part of negotiating sometimes is not getting your way or you want something that they have and there has to be some sort of conflict in order to resolve this. So sometimes fighting can actually be healthy. You have to learn how this is an, a, a very important life skill hmm. to learn how to negotiate, to learn how to get what you want, to learn how to k- persuade someone else to give you what you want. To
1: be kind through to, the process. right? Hopefully. I mean,
0: very, very important life skills happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know, if, if we didn't, I, I I, tend to think about myself, like if I didn't have mm-hmm. siblings, I have three right. younger brothers. Um. You know, if I didn't have that experience uh, in dealing with them growing up, we're all very close in age, you know, what would my experience be like once we got married? Right. You know, would I be able to have the the conversation skills and whatnot that I that I did have? Right. Um, and it's obviously, it's hard to say because it's all hypothetical, but <laughs> um, I I know that I learned a lot from... Those relationships that I had with my younger brothers. Right. Absolutely.
0: Oh, there's so many great things you can learn from siblings. And so many terrible things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Old things.
0: But when it comes to fighting, sometimes... I think... So there are a couple different approaches we might take in regards to fighting um, and bickering in general. And one of them is to teach them directly. Sometimes... I think the kids just need skills. They don't know how to handle the situation. So instead of asking for something or trying to negotiate, they don't know how to negotiate. I mean, how how do you learn that? The right. only way to learn that is through experience or through someone teaching you how to do it. Right. There's no other way to learn that. And I think a lot parents get upset with their kids for oh, you shouldn't be fighting or whatever else. But sometimes it's really just a skill. Like, all they need is to learn this skill. And in order to learn a skill, it takes practice. So you can't just teach it once.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to have to teach them multiple times. It's multiple gonna times. It's going to be ten different times in the same week. Right. And it's going to seem excessive and you're going to want to pull your hair out. But <laughs> if you can just stick with it, they'll eventually learn that skill. If you're, if you're able to stay calm. And be loving, right? And you know, teach them, or you know, um, to. I'm thinking of Daniel Tiger <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> in my head.
0: His parents are awesome. I'm always like, ah, I bet my kids <laughs> wish they had Daniel Tiger's parents. <laughs>
1: uh, Hannah, our our third child, three year old, absolutely loves Daniel Tiger.
0: Loves Daniel Tiger
1: for the last year or so. She has always loved him, and and sings the songs, and you know what? It's great, I think.
0: Yeah, all the time when we're like, (laughs) she gets really angry, and I'll just say, when you feel so mad that you want to (laughs) roar, and she'll finish it, take a deep breath. And count to four, and then she'll do it. Or other times, she's too angry to do it. So I'll sing the song incorrectly, knowing that it'll bother her so much that I sang it incorrectly that she will sing it the right way. She says,
1: no, like,
0: no, that's not it. And then she'll sing it the right way and do the breath and everything. And I'm like, okay, now we're calm.
1: Sometimes I've I've caught her. Not not singing the song or anything like that, but just stopping and breathing and counting to four. All really? of a sudden, I'll, I'll hear her just say, one, two, three, four. I'm like, wow. That makes me happy. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: Right. I love Daniel Tiger, But again, that's skills, right? That's right. what you're talking about. Right, They exactly. teach skills in their songs and everything else. I mean, they're based off of Mr. Roger. Who was just, yeah, the king of all awesomeness. <laughs> the king of all. Awesomeness. Yeah, he really was. I, I love agree. Mr. Rogers.
1: Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> and obviously, we can't just sit down and and let our kids learn everything from Daniel Tiger. That's a terrible idea. Don't don't think that. Um, we <laughs> we. Need That's right. To... Whenever
0: they fight, we just <clears throat> stick them in front of
1: Daniel. Yeah, Tiger. just just let them. Guys, go watch Daniel Tiger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, they would fight all the time no. so they could watch it. Yeah, exactly.
1: No. So, but this is, this is a good example. I'm glad that popped in if I had right. random, random thoughts.
0: Okay, so then another approach sometimes it's teaching a skill, and other times it's just letting the skills work out for themselves. They need mm. to practice the skills, they need to learn how to negotiate. So, sometimes I hear them, I don't want to do that. Well, I don't want to do it your way. And I don't get involved. I just stay out of it. And if they come to me, I will help with the situation. But most of the time, if they don't come to me, I'm not going to go find them, intervene in their bickering, and help them work it out. Because they're going to work something out. Or they will come to me if they can't, Mm. right? A lot of times I feel like we don't need to be involved in their fighting. It doesn't, especially once we've taught the skills, if they come to me... Then they probably need the skills.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a hard one for me. It is uh, hard for you. I, think. Uh, I I hear them like yelling at each other or arguing about something, and my knee-jerk reaction is to you know go in there and try and fix it, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you know this is what needs to happen. Like you guys need to work this out, and that's that's not always what they. I mean sometimes. If things are getting extreme or whatever, they're really getting after each other. Um, right. You know, that might be the the necessary step. But I think I most of the time I just need to back off. I need to, like, just let it ride and let them, <laughs> let them work it out. Cause, yeah,
0: because they do a lot. Yeah. They will come up with a compromise because they want to keep playing with each other. Mm-hmm. So they will come up with a compromise.
1: Yeah. I think... Yeah, because they love each other. They, they really like playing with each other. Um, I'm thinking especially of the older two, Logan and the Liana. Um, generally speaking, they're pretty good at working things out mm-hmm. if you just let them do it. Right. Um, now, but what do they? what do you do when they come to you?
0: So I think the most important thing that I do, I mean, obviously I teach the skill, but the most important thing that I do is validate their feeling. Often, that is enough to fix the problem. All I need to do, they come to me and I say, wow, that sounds like it's really upsetting you and I can see why this would be a tough situation for you to be in. And they say, yeah, it is. And then they just walk away like they go back and and they've been validated so they can they feel like they can now handle the situation. And not always. Sometimes they still need help Mm -hmm. working out the situation. Sometimes I'll come up with solutions like, well, you can try this or you can try this. And then they get to pick. Okay, I have some solutions now. Now I can or other times I'll say, what do you think you could do? what do you think you might like be able to work out here? Mm -hmm. Or I say, maybe you need alone time. Maybe you just don't need to play with your sibling right now. And most of the time they do not like that answer because they want to play with their sibling. So they're willing to think of another compromise Mm -hmm. so that they can continue playing together.
1: I think, I think Logan uh, more often than his younger siblings wants that alone time. I think he's just kind of getting a little older. Mm -hmm. getting to a point where he realizes yeah i'd really like to just go sit and read a book by myself right um i think that sometimes that's a little tough for liliana yeah because she's at a different stage she's just a little younger
0: yeah and he's always been her playmate
1: Yeah, yeah like
0: since she was born he's been there playing with her right
1: yeah and like i said he's just getting to that point where he does he appreciates that alone time a little bit more. So if things are getting a little frustrating or whatever, he's just gonna say, I'm gonna go play by myself for a minute mm-hmm. and we'll go into the playroom and he's like built this big old castle or whatever and right. out of blocks and he'll he'll like explain like all the different characters and what's going on over here and this person's in trouble over like he's got this whole Uh, big thing just that he's built all by himself again
0: our imaginative child yes
1: very very much so um so that's good for him um and you know he'll come back later on and say okay let's play again
0: so one thing i do want to talk about though is sometimes bickering gets excessive And it is more than just the normal bickering because, again, bickering, fighting is a normal, healthy part of a relationship, I think, especially for children. Like, as they learn these skills, it's normal and healthy. But sometimes it's all day long, every day, for a week, two weeks, three weeks, and you know...
1: Something's going on.
0: Something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is where a lot more of me comes into it. We need to now figure out what's going on that's causing these problems.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there can be any number of different things that might be causing it. Mm
0: -hmm. We're back.
1: We had a quick pause there. Child woke up. That's right. Just so you know, we're recording this late at night when all the kids are in bed.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because we're not going to record it when they're awake.
1: No time for that. No. (laughs) So we were just getting into causes, uh you know, what might be causing our kids to be fighting excessively. 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 Yes. That's going Beyond on a limit. lot. Wow, there's a cat. You hear that? <laughs> it's
0: like a child anyway, wailing.
1: <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind uh most often, well I wouldn't say most often, but it's the most obvious change is the electronics. Yes. When they are on the electronics too much, whether it be video games or watching videos on YouTube or, or, you know, too much Daniel Tiger even, Mm -hmm. we notice a very big difference in our kids' behavior.
0: Yeah. A huge difference. It is night and day. If we get them off electronics for a week with no electronics... They just get so much happier. They are happier all the way around. They're happier with their siblings. They play better. They read more. There's so many great things that happen with electronics. And I think electronics can be great. They can learn so much from electronics. Like we were talking about with Daniel Tiger. Mm-hmm. They can learn so much. But there is a point at which it switches. They are no longer learning they're instead just consuming. and They're
1: that, entranced yes. by what they're watching or, or playing or whatever. Yeah. And it, it, it never fails, especially Logan. He, you, <laughs> if he's been sitting on, he likes to play Minecraft. Um, if he's been sitting on that or, or watching a video for too long. And Even like
0: at, doing a math game. Like we play this oh, math yeah, yeah, game. Yeah. yeah.
1: If he sits too long and then we say, okay, time to turn it off. You know, time to do something else. He immediately, like, has to get up and basically just run around the house screaming. Yes.
0: (laughs) That is, uh, that's totally correct. He just, like, freaks out. And he's not, like, angry. No, no.
1: He's just, like, all this pent-up energy. He's been sitting for too long. And you just gotta let it all out. It's crazy. Right.
0: So I think sometimes that comes out as fighting with your sibling yes, because it does. there's too much pent up, whatever yeah. it is.
1: It's like they've they've they haven't been using their brains enough for for too long, and and they have a hard time dealing with each other after that. Right,
0: right. But this is kind of a nice segue into another thing that might be causing the problem, which is physical activity.
1: Yeah. Or lack thereof. Or
0: lack thereof. Correct. When they are not getting enough exercise or movement or play and they're just sitting around a lot, even if we're just sitting around reading books a lot, they just kind of get cranky. Like sometimes we just need a dance party.
1: Yeah. Or to, well, that dance party, first thing that comes to mind in the winter. <laughs> yes,
0: in the winter. In the summer, well, and I know a lot of people are very big, wintry, get outdoors even in the winter people mm. i'm just not one of those people and maybe one day i will be maybe one day i winter. am so instead but in the summer outside is a huge one yeah. They are being grumpy. They are being cranky. They need time outside. Go jump they on a the trampoline. They need time in the sun. They need fresh air. They need water and grass and running and play. They just need time outside, and it mm-hmm. fixes so much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like they that are nature. much more calm after they come back in the house after that.
0: Right, way calmer.
1: Yeah, they gotta let all let all the wiggles, as they say.
0: Yes. Okay. Something else that could be causing this, and we kind of touched on this earlier, is they just need some alone time. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, and it's not always, but sometimes I can tell, like, especially when they're getting frustrated with their sibling over the same thing a lot, it's obvious that whatever they are doing needs to happen alone. They are trying to play a game, and their sibling also wants to play the game, but it's a solo game so they just their sibling keeps trying to help them and they keep getting frustrated like no i'm doing this i'm doing this and then they're they're bickering back and forth and sometimes they can work it out like i'll play and then you can play but other times that one child just wants to play the game so what needs to happen is they just need to be alone they need to be by themselves, and yeah. that's okay. That's all right. Sometimes you just need to be alone, and that's also a healthy thing to learn. Sometimes yep. you just need to be alone.
1: Sometimes you're able to just go off on your own for a little bit, uh, gather your thoughts, um, you know, calm yourself down, and when you're able to come back, um, you're in a better space, right. better place to right. to be able to converse and. I'm interact.
0: an arguer like that. I like when I'm upset about something when I get upset I need time to process it before I can jump right into it I mean we've had this a lot you're always ready to like let's hash this out let's fix it let's figure it out (laughs) and I'm like I'm angry, so I need to be angry for a while before I can talk to you about this. And I need to like stew in this and think through all my thoughts on it. And then I can come to you with all my thoughts and we can work it out.
1: Yeah. But I I
0: think I'm in alone time. Like, I need time to process first.
1: You need time to be angry for a while. I
0: need time to feel my emotion which is <laughs> yeah. anger and i can process that but i think that's true for kids too yeah. just because adults you know, i always think that adults have bad days
1: uh-huh
0: kids have bad days definitely kids should be allowed to have bad days definitely. that doesn't mean though just like an adult you can't just be like yelling at everybody and freaking right. out because you have a bad day but sometimes knowing i'm having a bad day i need time mm-hmm. to go to my room i need time to just like calm down that's okay
1: yeah absolutely and and i think it's important as a parent to be aware of that be aware of what your you know child's emotional state is Mm -hmm. and if they fly off the handle or they are arguing or what or what have you um don't immediately jump down their throat and and say you're being disrespectful or or what have you Mm -hmm. um you know sometimes that's warranted, mm-hmm. um, but we need to be able to, as parents, step back a little bit and examine what's going on right. so that we can be um, loving and caring towards our children and really examine what their needs are in that So moment. I
0: think, for me, I'm not good at this the first time because mm. when the kids fight, it's it's hard to pick up on right away. They fight. And you're like, "Well, they might be having an off moment, and then they're bickering about something else, and you're thinking, "Well, it could just be timing or or whatever else, right? It's when it gets excessive that I notice emotionally something's wrong with my children, yeah, and that's when I notice, and maybe other people are really on the ball of staying like right on top of their kids' emotions, <laughs> like being aware of what their kids' emotions are. But with four kids, I can tell you, I don't notice here." Right Okay, and then once once their behavior starts to become excessive about anything I realize something's going on and we have I kind of have a checklist in my head and this is part of my checklist for when they're fighting back and forth this is my checklist is it TV is it exercise is it alone time and you know the other things we're gonna discuss I kind of go through this what are they missing what's going on and sometimes it's just a guessing game yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to figure it out. Like, that's, that's, maybe it's this one.
1: That's a lot of parenting, isn't it? It's, it is. A lot of it is just a guessing game. It really is. And you kind of have to guess at it until you've done it enough times to where you, you're good at it. Right. And you're, it's just, it's trial right. and error, a lot of time. Right. Stuff.
0: Like, different kids respond differently. Mm-hmm. And sometimes knowing, just, I can tell by the way one child has responded what they need. Because... I've dealt with that child responding in yep. this way so many times that I see okay yeah. this is what they need.
1: And and it's really tough to be able to do all this stuff if our own emotional state mm-hmm. isn't in a good place.
0: Yes. I think that is a huge one with dealing with your children.
1: If I am in need of my own alone time for a little while if yeah. I'm if I'm feeling flustered about work uh, or, you know, our emotion, or our relationship mm-hmm. uh, issues that come up sometimes. Um, you know, if if I'm having a hard time dealing with those things, it's going to be much harder for me to deal with my kids yes. when they start, you know, yelling at each other across yeah. the room or, or what have you.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to
1: have much more knee-jerk reactions in right. that situation. Right. I
0: think... In those situations, it's like we become the child. Like, we mimic their behaviors. We're catty and we're angry and we just, like, fly off the handle about things. And we become children instead of being the adult and setting an example. We are upset, so we just act like children.
1: Yeah. And you realize it's happening eventually and kick yourself a little bit. And hopefully you can uh, step back and get to that zen place or whatever again that you need to get to, and then come back to the situation. Um, And that's that's hard. It doesn't always work, so we fail a lot.
0: (laughs) We do fail a lot, but knowing knowing that, and that's part of my checklist too. My kids are fighting a lot. Mm. Is it just because they're getting on my nerves that I'm noticing this? Right? Because sometimes they're not actually fighting as much as I think they are.
1: Right.
0: They're just, you know, little spats, little bickering back and forth. But because emotionally something's wrong with me,
1: yeah. I
0: notice it. I'm it's like, magnified. oh, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? And then I'm, like, getting frustrated, and I'm thinking, okay. And and it's not always right away. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I flap the handle, and then I realize, crap, this isn't them. This is me. <laughs> something's wrong with me right now
1: and sometimes we can't do that alone sometimes you know I'm glad we have our relationship Mm -hmm. to where one of us can point out to the other hey you kind of flew off the handle a little bit there
0: yeah whenever Um, Jason points that out I get so grumpy (laughs) because I'm like I know I did and then I have to I just need a long timer. I don't know. Whatever it Sometimes is.
1: Sometimes I just need to tread into that water, though. and I need to say something. I know, I know. it's dangerous.
0: Because once he does, <laughs> I know. Like, psychologically, I'm like, you're right. Dang it. I think that's why I become so angry. I'm like, I know it. <laughs> like, I know something's wrong with what I'm doing right now. I'm so angry but about it. But I can't it.
1: fix it. That's when you need to remove yourself a little bit and do something sometimes julie just needs to go up and 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 you know sit alone for a while it's it's happened yeah sometimes i need to get out of the house and go fishing (laughs) that has happened too that's happened too (laughs) you know whatever works whatever you need to do Um, okay
0: something else on our checklist chaotic home chaotic uh, schedule right there are times when we pack too much in one day. And we are actually pretty good at not doing that anymore. Too much in
1: one week sometimes. Too
0: much in one week. Exactly. Most of the time, we're good at not doing that. Mm. I, A, am an introvert and a homebody. <laughs> I like being home. We're good at not scheduling too much around for the children. But sometimes, like during the holidays, we had Christmas stuff. There was one week where it was like we had something on Wednesday, something on Thursday, something on Friday, something on Saturday, something on Sunday. And it was crazy. Yeah. And during those times when things are chaotic, you have to I think your kids feel it. They feel stressed out, their schedules are messed up. There's just a lot going on, more people, new things happening and they, they tend to get grumpy.
1: They get grumpy with each other. They're they're throwing fits. They're, you know, normally even even down to like the you know food like mealtime. oh my gosh all, like, yeah also they don't want to eat anything that we serve them <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you right. know um they're just upset and it takes a few days to kind of decompress after that mm-hmm. when we can just be at home again and back to our normal schedule because that's you know kids kind of like their their normal schedule their um,
0: routines their and,
1: routines that yeah. they not necessarily schedule Yeah, routine is a, a, a better word for that um, they're what they're familiar with right and once we can get back to that for a little while then they they let go a little bit right. and they're able to
0: so as the parent happy. when I'm going through the checklist sometimes I think okay what have we been doing lately is there a lot happening is there a lot more than usual happening mm-hmm. and if there is is there anything first that I can cut back on sometimes there is and sometimes there isn't sometimes there just isn't
1: yeah but oh, nice.
0: knowing, okay, this is probably what's happening is it we are being, just having a chaotic life right now and it's affecting them means that there's other things I can work on to try and heal this upset that's happening. But just knowing that, I mean, they always say that, like the first step is admitting the problem. I mean, this is true. Yeah. The first step <laughs> is just knowing that's what's wrong.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, I, I randomly had a, a thought pop into my head, um, the baby, you know, when Hazel
0: yes. or
1: any of them when they're that age yes. are just upset all day long. And you're you're telling me while I'm at work, she's just, she won't leave me alone. She wants me to hold her all day long. All She's, day. All, she's just crying at me constantly.
0: Like it happening recently. And
1: like, what is going on? Why are you so upset with me? And uh, And we got to think, okay, what's going on? Is she teething? chances are she's probably teething right now right. that's what right. it is and
0: it's true sure
1: enough check her teeth and guess what there's a there's a tooth coming in and now that you're mm-hmm. able to like understand what it is that's causing this then it's a little bit easier to deal with it's not necessarily going to fix the problem cuz right
0: she's but there are teething. solutions right like popsicles might help mm-hmm. or um you know numbing cream on there right. or teething tablets there's lots of things i can do now that I know,
1: yeah, what the problem, and I is. think even even just knowing what it is that's yeah. happening, yeah. even if you're it not able to me. do anything, yeah. yeah, you're okay. Now you're able to understand it, and you're able to wrap your head around around it a little bit more, and you're able to be a little bit more compassionate, yeah, um, in that situation, right? Know what she's going through, definitely. So, yeah,
0: that definitely. <laughs> this that's very true. Yeah,
1: and because it also gives a potential, you know end time for this to, yeah. to eventually go away <laughs> you know you realize okay we can get through this she's the tooth is gonna pop out and she's gonna be back to normal again at, at some point unfortunately another tooth you know <laughs> comes, probably comes, comes in and then... again later on but you know what I mean
0: what's crazy about that is that everything is a stage in childhood yeah. having had four kids and the oldest one is now eight I see that with, yeah. when, when it was just him, I thought, he's never going to sleep through the night. I don't know how we're ever going to get him to sleep through the oh, night. Yeah. Or he's never going to go to sleep on his own. He's always going to need me to sleep with him. And now I'm like, oh my goodness, where has the time gone? All three of them sleep on their own. And now it's just the baby who's in that stage, right? Right. It's, it changes. Everything is a stage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is helpful. That's kind of a sidetrack. But <laughs> truth everything is a stage for your children
1: absolutely what else do we have here um well overall i i do want to point out um that as we're going through all this we need to focus on being positive as much as possible and Mm -hmm. focus on love yes between our, our kids between um us and our kids, you know, whatever it is yeah, um, to point out to them as much as possible that you guys love each other, you know, right. you, you can work this out because you're friends. But
0: I think, honestly, I can't do it that way. I can't just say you guys love each other <laughs> because in the moment they're like, no, I
1: don't. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, did you not hear me say that they would not leave me alone or that they took my toy? Like, I do not love them right now. And you can't just say that, but instead, I'll make something fun. Like, I'll say, okay, guys, you want to know what we're going to do today? We are going to make secret notes, and we're going to put them in scavenger hunt, and we're going to hide them around the house for each other. But first, you have to write a note for your sibling Right. Or we are going to do a secret service for one of your siblings. So pick someone and we're going to do something really nice for them today. And then we're going to surprise them with it. And then they're excited and they're thinking of the other person. They're thinking, what can I do? Like, how can I help them? Or I'm going to write them this nice
1: card. It really does flip a switch. And then right. all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. So right. I'm going to write this nice letter for them and they're going to love it. And like it just changes the whole right. dynamic. And
0: oh, my gosh, our kids are so cute. Every time they get a card from one of their siblings, they open it up, they read it and they say, I love it. And they hug each other <laughs> every time, no matter what the card is. Because Hannah, you know, she's three. or <laughs> she just like scribbles. Right. And every time they get a card, they go love it and they hug each other it's it's so great i love it
1: and this is that, that comes from you i think because that that's it that's your reaction they see you react like anytime reaction. they do something like that for you or whatever that's that's totally that's totally where that comes from um and i love it i do <laughs>
0: well i love it too so yes teaching them to focus on the positive in their relationship Sometimes that's all it takes is just seeing the positive in their relationship Mm -hmm. instead of seeing, oh, we're fighting and we're fighting and we're fighting. Start showing them, remember all these things you do love about each other and that can help change things. Another thing sometimes sometimes when it becomes excessive, and we talked about that earlier, is the skill thing. (laughs) Noticing there's a lack of skill here. There's something I need to teach them here. I, sometimes I just forget that they don 't know that skill, or maybe they 've forgotten that skill
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when it 's excessive sometimes that 's I just need to realize that another thing, and I think we just kind of touched on that with the love positivity thing mm-hmm. is making something fun right sometimes they they just haven 't had enough fun they need to play together, they need to have a dance party they need to do play-doh shapes together they need to do something fun together they need that fun bonding experience i think that's true for couples too oh yeah right i mean i can see that in our relationship when we are just focused on gotta get this done and gotta get this done and gotta get this done our relationship suffers but when instead we're like let's do something fun together let's have a date night let's watch a movie together let's whatever it is we're gonna do that's fun together Mm -hmm. it changes how we interact with one another yeah,
1: yeah. it's just feel better emotional recharge right it completely is and you know it's again it's the same for adults as it is for kids right plain and simple it's no different no the the actions are different the the activities are different Mm -hmm. um but it's the same principle absolutely
0: Right. right seeing children as young adults (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding who'd have thought okay now this one is honestly this is top of my list we saved this one for last but this is i feel like one of my most important things is i think this is always on my checklist what is my relationship with that child like when they start fighting a lot often it is because they are feeling disconnected from me or from you, right? There's this problem happening where they aren't feeling. I read about this once when my kids were a lot younger about fighting, and they were fighting a lot, and I was like, what do I do here? And it talked about how often children fight because they feel like they must compete for their parents' love. They feel like if I am better than this child, my parent will love me more. And so, if they're fighting a lot, oftentimes, I think they need a date. They need time alone with me. They need me to read them stories. They need me to just give them, like, it depends on what their love language is, right? Mm. Sometimes they need compliments. Sometimes they need quality time. Sometimes they need physical touch. Whatever it is. And honestly, I'm not totally sure on what our kids' love languages are. So, I just kind of like, do them all I'd rather hit them all and honestly I'd rather just like make sure they have like just that solid base right I mean th- not a lot of gift giving but sometimes with gift giving I just write them a note and I hide it under their pillow or whatever else so that they can find it
1: the and the love language thing has been has become a lot more well known lately but if mm-hmm. you don't know what love languages are look it up just do a google search love language um, and you can find tests and things like that to to know right. what yours are and your spouse and
0: and your children there 's books children. for children yeah. on like how to determine your children 's love languages. Yeah. I just have never done it, we so should. I know what the love languages are, and i 'd rather just hit all of them. Well, I know that when they 're very young they uh-huh. don 't really have one right they just kind of do all of them, so i 've just thought well i 'll just keep doing all of them
1: <laughs> yeah I, yeah um, I, I think that maybe we should try that we should look that up and actually especially for the older two um, we should try and figure out what theirs are if if that's possible yeah it would be nice to know um to, to be able to language? pinpoint that a little bit better and, right. and maybe have though
0: i think though that your love language can change over time oh yeah so yeah i don't know just keep hitting them all
1: well <laughs> you know, figure it out every so often sit down and and, and actually figure it out you know yeah, maybe every year true. every couple of years and see how you've changed right. um if at all
0: but this is this is vital honestly this is vital when yeah. they're fighting a lot what does my relationship with them look like and often that too is another emotional check-in with myself what does my relationship with them look like what is my relationship happening inside of me am i being too frustrated with the kids right now because when i am angry or frustrated Or, you know, hormonally, I'm a little crazy for a couple of days. They start to sense, like, they start to get upset. They start fighting more. And it is because something's wrong with me. And they're sensing something's wrong with mama, therefore something's wrong with my world. So I need to fight. And once, once I am stabilized again, and they feel like that relationship is stable, their world is right again. They no longer need to fight. Because... Everything is right in the world. There's so much about parenthood. Your children rely on you, you know, and not just physically and to take care of them, but it's you are their world. And what they believe about the world is how your relationship with them is. So, especially when they're infants, they either decide the world is safe or it's not safe based on how you treat them.
1: Yeah.
0: And as they age, it's the same thing. The world is safe or it's not safe. The world is crazy, chaotic, or it's orderly. Everything about their world is how you create their space.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it's more noticeable for you, <clears throat> excuse me, because you're at home with them. Right. And they, you're really like their main anchor in that regard. Right but even for me they're used to me being gone cuz i go i go to work every day mm-hmm. um they're used to that a lot more but if it's been a while since i really got to you know have one on one time with them they start to feel that yeah um and you know my relationship with them um will be lacking and they don't want to listen to me as much or they, you know i haven't what do they what do they call that i haven't made enough um Emotional deposits in right. their you know bank account um, right. to be able to um, uh, make a withdrawal as they say and you know tell them when it's time to go to bed or, or, or whatever it is they're not gonna want to pay attention to that as much because our relationship isn't great right. so the way I like to fix that and um, to build that relationship with them better is to go on dates with them um, I, I'll take them out, um, even if it's a short thing, you know, occasionally. Um, but hopefully, you know, we can get some longer ones in there, like, you know, um, half a day trip or whatever. Right. to Or maybe we want to go to the movies or we want to go fishing. or, or My kids like fishing a lot. <laughs> in the summertime especially, that's right. that's a big one for them. If they want to go fishing with Daddy, and that's mm-hmm. like their main way of, of getting out on a, you know, quote-unquote date. With me right. and we get to we get to spend time together, we get to talk, and it's noticeable afterwards, you know for um, days afterwards. Uh, things go a lot more smoothly with them um, we're a lot closer, mm-hmm. and I try and get that done as much as I possibly can, right. but sometimes it's hard sometimes yeah. we're just it's a it's a busy life we lead
0: yeah it is so I think what I want to say here is that often. I see this online all the time, people trying to control this fighting, like timeout chairs or I've seen people put their kids like in a shirt together that says like no fighting (laughs) or they like, they like, you know, handcuff each other together and they can't like be separated until they stop fighting. Until they
1: work it out.
0: Until they work it out. And there is some, you know, yes, they need to learn how to work these things out, but often there there is this checklist what is wrong what is wrong you know what is causing them to fight because when everything on that checklist is good they do not fight yep. they might have like well i wanted to do that oh well i wanted to do this okay fine we'll work it out but that's it that's like the extent of their fight right is like okay well we can do this and then we'll do this and then they, they have worked it out. But when it is excessive, when they are not working things out, when things are really getting out of hand, there's something wrong in the checklist. There's something wrong in this list and I need to figure out what is it. Is it outdoor time? Is it electronics time? Is it our relationship? Is it the emotional state of of the house, of myself? They need alone time. It, it's one of these things. Yeah. And if I figure out what one of these things is missing from their life, the fighting goes away. And I don't have to force them into it. And I feel like it just keeps a lot more love in our home. And also it's not diminutive. Is that, yeah, that's how you say it? (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) What is it you're going for? (laughs) (laughs) Demeaning? Demeaning. Is that the word you're looking for? Yeah, probably.
0: It's not demeaning, right? Like, all these other sorts of things, it's, it's almost like making fun of the child oh, yeah. or mm-hmm. saying how less than they are. Like, even time out chairs or whatever else, like, it's like, you have been bad and you deserve a time out. You have to go over there by yourself instead of being like, something's wrong. Maybe you need some alone time. Maybe you need some time to take some deep breaths. And then that's, that's letting them know, okay, emotionally, I'm upset. That doesn't mean I've done something wrong and I now need to sit by myself. But that means maybe I need to sit by myself because I need to calm down.
1: Yeah. So it's
0: just the, it's the way, I mean, they're trying to accomplish the same thing. Like, we're going to make you guys work this out, which is true. Sometimes they need to learn that skill, how to work things out. But it's just a different way of approaching it, I think.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of ways to approach things, and honestly, I think we're getting to the end here. But you know, if you guys have any other ideas for this checklist mm-hmm. um, that you want to throw in there, let us know. Send us an email. Um, we would love to hear about it because, uh, as we've talked about before, with you know any as many families as there are there's that many different ways to parent, to parent because everyone has their own way of doing things. Yeah. And so many different ways work. Yeah. There's not one right way to do this.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there is a right way for each family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all get to decide what that right way is. Yeah. So I think that's it. I, I think so too. I think that's all we, we've got for today. So yeah, Again, thanks for being here. Um, thanks for listening. And, and if you have feedback or input, um, you think we're wrong on something, great. Let us know. We'll, we want to talk about it. Um, and we'll be here uh, again. We're, we're going to be putting in twice-a-week episodes. So um, Mondays and Thursdays is our schedule currently. And uh, you'll get to hear from us then. So. We'll talk to you later.
0: Thank you guys. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: Oh,